Episode 59, Anthony Cox, traveling around the world, all for the love of basketball. I had the pleasure to meet Anthony Cox at the now-defunct Fundamental Sports Training Facility. In this pod, we discuss Ant's late beginning as a high school standout on Long Island, his college career, and what life is like in the pro-am circuit. All that and more, my conversation with Ant, now. The Rant has been brought to you by Roar Organic. Everything your body needs, nothing it doesn't. There's a reason they say variety is the spice of life. And with their new organic line comes the following exciting flavors. Georgia peach, blueberry acai, cucumber watermelon, mango clementine, pineapple mint, strawberry coconut. Ah! Roar Organic uses a proprietary electrolyte blend created with organic coconut water, organic cane sugar, and sea salt. It's non-GMO, vegan-friendly, gluten-free, no artificial colors or flavors, no preservatives, and no artificial sweeteners. Just 2 grams of sugar and only 10 calories per serving. Visit Roar.land and use the code REFEREERANT, one word, in the checkout and receive 10% off your next purchase. That's Roar.land, code REFEREERANT. The Rant has been brought to you by the revolutionary product for referees and all professionals alike, Neat Tucks. What the tuck? Traditional shirt stays have been tried and true, but never accounted for those professionals that have shorts as uniforms. What do you do when you officiate soccer or lacrosse or even basketball in the summer? Don't forget about baseball umpires, too. Enter Neat Tucks, which come in style and active versions. Don't get it twisted. You can even wear them at your 9 to 5, too. Listeners of The Rant can visit neattux.com and enter the coupon code REFEREERANT, one word, and receive 20% off your initial order. That's REFEREERANT, one word. Happy tucking. Welcome to another edition of The Rant. I'm your host, Ralph the Ref. I'm with Anthony Cox. What up, bro? What's going on, my guy? So I met this young man, I I think it was like six years ago, at a now defunct um, facility (laughs) training Training facility called FST, yeah. now called uh, Jim M. Fox Sports Center. Is that what it's called? It's what it's called. Oh, man. Um, and I know this guy's had an illustrious basketball career that's brought him here and overseas and, and to college and, and, and to the pro-am. So welcome to the show, man. What's going on, everybody? How y'all doing? So, you know, I just wanted to talk about what's your relationship with basketball. Um, how did you start playing? And um, just talk about your high school career and, and then college. Okay. Uh, I started playing basketball. Uh, sheesh, a long time ago. I wasn't. I wasn't really into basketball at first. Uh, I used to go watch my mom play. My mom was really good, and uh, I used to watch her play. And it, it never, never did anything for me. I was always a football player. Then one year I said, you know, I'm. A, I'm a, uh, one year in high school, I said I'm gonna try out for basketball. I ended up being good. Like, I was on JV. I was, like, dropping buckets. And I, me, personally, like, I was, I felt like I was cooking. I should have moved up to varsity. Mm. But my coach wasn't feeling that. He kept me down. And um, I kind of just, like, fell off. Like, I just said, you know, I'm not playing no more. Like, what's this? Like, I'm, I'm the tallest dude out here. I'm wilding. Like, I should be on the, on the varsity level. So I ended up... Uh, me and my um, best friend Devin Merger, he uh, was on the same team. We was the twin towers. He was I was six eight. I was six 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 seven. He was like six seven six six. Like he was, he was whatever whatever height I was. He was like right next to me. So this was when Tim Duncan and Dave Robinson around. So it was called the twin towers. Like 
And he was like the exact opposite of me. Like he he shot the three. I posted up. I like the bang, get the crowd going, dunk on people. Not him. He wanted to finesse, shoot the three, block shots. But we was good. And when I seen him move up, I was like, wait, how he move up and I didn't move up. So that kind of devastated me. And I was just like, you know what? I'm not, I'm done with this. And then I ended up getting moved up. So I guess the moral of that story is keep sticking, sticking to it. And whatever you want to accomplish is going to happen. So that was in 10th grade? That was in 10th, 10th grade going into 11th grade. And that was Malvern High School? Malvern High School. Okay. So um, describe that summer. Because I, I know how big summer is when it comes to um, when you feel a certain way and maybe you get slighted during the season, it informs of how you yeah, want to work on things. So yeah. I'm assuming that you worked really hard in your game that summer. That summer was the first summer I've ever played PAL and traveled for basketball. That was the first summer. Like After I played that, that year in school, I was like, all right, I like basketball. Let me stick to this. And I ended up not playing football anymore. So I stuck with that. I went to uh, I played for Roosevelt PAL, and um, my coach John Curry took me around everywhere, man. He took he gathered a couple of us, including Devin, uh, a couple of guys from Freeport, Roosevelt, Hempstead, everywhere, and we just went down to like different AU tournaments, and we was just a bunch of kids from Long Island that just went out there and played hard. Like we just played hard. We traveled and we met like so many people that ended up going division one. Like we met an all all girls team that used to come to every tournament that we used to come to. So we always bonded. Every time we went to a tournament, they were there. So uh we met an all girls team that every last girl on that team went to division one school or played overseas ball now. So like it was kinda weird, like it was kinda influential, kind of, like to see all these girls like, yo, these girls are nice. Like I'm mm. like I think I to be honest, I love women basketball more than men because I feel like they're they're fundamentally sound, like completely, like pivot feet, like pivot pivoting and everything. Like so, to watch them play, I was like, wow, like I want to be like that. Like I want to post up like that and do it, drop steps and all that stuff. So uh, I came out that it turned it turned me around to like working harder, wanting to be better at basketball. So I ended up sticking with it. Uh, my my junior year, I was on varsity. Uh, we made it all the way up to Glens Falls, and we lost in the, in the state championship. And we played against this dude that was like six ten at Buffalo Buffalo Traditional. That's where we played them in the state finals. And this dude was like six ten, and he blocked everything. Young Tyson Chandler, like he just blocked everything. And I remember my coach telling me, like, I'll never forget this. My coach tells me he's saying he's about to sub me in. He tells me he goes he goes, um, yeah, I want you to go out there. He said I want you to pump fake. I want you to get that dude in the end. I want you to go dunk the ball like you ain't never dunked the ball. And all I could as I'm going to the table, I'm like, yo, I'm a pump fake. I'm gonna just kill his kill his rim, bro. I pump fake. The dude jump. Everything happened exactly as he said. Pump fake. Dude jumps. I'm going to tear the rim down. This dude punched my shot so hard to the glass, bro. <laughs> after that game, after we lost, we lost by like four. After we lost, my senior year, I came back different. Like I was mentally different, prepared for to meet them. Like I was like, I'm gonna run through Nassau, I'm gonna run through Long Island. When I meet them, I'm gonna kill him. Cause that that year I came back, I was a little bit stronger. My jump shot was wet. I was I was more aggressive. I was determined 
to beat them. But you know how you you know how they say when you uh don't count your chickens before they hatch? Yes. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Because I ran into this team called uh Wheatley. And two two of the smartest basketball players I've ever met in my life to this day. And I played everywhere. Smartest ball players in my life. Lost to them in the Nassau County Finals. Heartbreaking. Wow. Heartbreaking. That's how you ended your senior year. Heart, ended my senior year. Mm. Didn't even make it nowhere. <laughs> I'm sorry. So no, nah, that is good though. That's just all life lessons, you know. Like um, I left there, went to college, went to a junior college up in Auburn, New York. I uh, while I was there, I uh, I fell into the what they tell you not to fall into, not to listen to when it comes to coaches. Yo, you're gonna come here, you're gonna play, you're gonna get a lot of burn, you're gonna be a star player. Boom, none of that. I played like maybe it's, what, it's forty minutes in, in it's twenty minute halves in, in college, right? Yep. I played maybe ten minutes each game. What are you doing? I was second team all New York when I left here. Mm. Why am I not playing? What's going on? Like I can play. Practice, I'm wilding out. We got a good team. We had a we had a we had an okay team to make it far. We didn't do anything. I quit, ended up quit falling, uh, quitting. That was the first time I ever quit any sport. I said yeah. that was the first time I quit anything. Like I was just like, I'm not doing this no more. I like completely walked off the court, and never played it. Like played up there. I worked out instead. I stopped going to class. I was messing up in class. I was uh, just being just being a bum, basically. And second semester, I said, you know, I'm going to do better. I started going to class more. So the next year, we got a new coach. He comes up to me. He's like, yo, we got a whole new team, a whole new everything. We can use you. Now I already fucked up, so I got to do all this over. I got, I got to get my grades up. Second semester, I'll get to come back. We was up there wilding. So I was like, yo. I'm definitely coming back second semester. We lost the couple skills in the um in the championship. So I was like, all right. They did pretty well. I was like, I averaged like twenty and nineteen. I was good. I was doing <clears> good. So I was like, maybe I could take this to another level. I went to Syracuse as a walk on. Was wilding. Like fitting right in. I was at I was at intramurals when someone came up to me and asked me, like, yo, why are you not playing on the team? I'm not good enough to play here. If I was good enough to play in Division One, I, I would have came to Division One. I. I had a couple of Division One schools offers. I knew I wasn't ready. Right. So I said, you know what, I'm sit back. So I ended up getting on the uh, practice team and I tore both meniscus. And uh, it was okay though. I, I I finished up, came home. I sat out, healed up. Never had surgery or anything. I healed up on my own. Uh, I ended up playing still, and I, I just, oh, I went to the D-League. Played the Roanoke Dazzles before they went under. Played there, played uh, a couple other teams. Nothing, nothing solid. I came home. I got a call from one of my mentors, James Ryan. He's like one of the big-time big, big time coaches in New York City. Worked with the Knicks and stuff like that. He called me up like, yo, I need you to come down to work at um, – do something. I said, what's up? And he's like, yo, it's a workout here. I get to the workout. We out there playing, just 
playing, and then this guy, I'll never forget, he's like six, eight, big old flat top, big black man, comes up to me with the ball, like, yo. He called me uh, soap opera, because he said I was at home watching soap opera while everybody <coughs> else was practicing. So he's like, yo, soap opera. He's like, you can play, man. We play that. Ask me questions. He's, but as he's doing this, he's talking to me, looking at me. He's spinning the ball on his shoulders, on his finger, like wrapping it around his neck. Bro, you mad nice at that. Like, what you doing with that? He's like, yo, you have no idea why you're here. No. Someone told me to come down here. I just came down here. He said, do you even know what you're trying out for? I didn't even know it's a tryout. <laughs> what is this? And then one of the dudes takes off his, uh, he had his shirt over, takes his shirt off. It was like Harlem Globetrotters. I said, bro, you playing on the trotters? He said, bro, that's what you're down here for. I'm on the trotters. I'm handles. I'm like, oh, oh. You mean the Globetrotters, like, red, white, and blue? Do, do, do. Spin the ball, tricks. The people Scooby that never Doo. miss. Yeah, yeah, no. Like, yeah. What? And like, like an hour. We was all the way out in Suffolk. I drove back. Like an hour after I left them, I got the call. Like, yo, you made the team. It's like, oh, what do I tell my family? Like, how, like how, that's something big. Like, it's not big to me because I don't know too much about it. Right. I just know who they are. But. Came home, I told my family, like, yo, I made the glow charters. My family was going crazy. Like, my everybody that knew about them, like my mom, the older, older. My grandma, I called my grandma. What? Yo, glow charters, baby? Oh, oh, I'm about to tell everybody. She told everybody. So everybody called me. I'm like, yo, why is this such a big deal? Then I found out later, like, the history behind them. Mm. How long they've been around and what they do. Like, wow. I'm part of history. That's crazy. Like, I like this. So I went out there and did my thing with them for a couple of years, about like four, five. Then I came home, and that's when my overseas story started to begin. I started going overseas. I played in Qatar. I played in China. I played in Canada. I played in DR. I played in Puerto Rico, South America. I've been all over the U.S. I, I, uh, I think I have like seven more states before I finish the whole U.S., including Hawaii and Alaska. I've been all, all through there. Uh, I have to say, like, basketball has definitely been a blessing. Like, from a young kid, that, like, if I told you that my life story, like, some of the stuff I've been through in life, it's not, like, you'd be like, what? Like, for me to make, like, basketball has been a savior. Like, I've been shot wrong place at the wrong time type situation. I've uh, I've been homeless. A lot of people don't know about that. Like, I had to sleep at my park in Lakeview on the slide, like, late night. Like, I'm in the slide. It's raining. There's better parks out there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, you. I mean, that's where I was, that's where I'm from, man. That's what, I mean, that's where I live. So, everybody, like, and you wouldn't even tell because every day I had a smile on my face. Every mm. day I was just me. So, um, I've won, I've, I've accomplished a lot, man. Only thing I haven't done, I've won a, a I've won a championship in every, almost every level of basketball. Of course, Syracuse, we won that year. Uh, Juco, we won, we won the, uh, well, we won our championship, but we lost in the overall championship. Uh, high school, won the championship. I just never won as a pro. 
Mm. That's the only thing. Like, I, I'm, I feel like I'm incomplete until I win that. Well, I wanted to go back. So you, you said you were involved with the D-League, and obviously you went to a lot of countries to play basketball. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, at that time, were you trying to get to the NBA? Yes, that was my ultimate goal. So Ultimate goal. I'll just, I'll just say that, um, you know, I'm pretty good at basketball, but I also know that I have a lot of limitations. Yeah. One, I'm not that tall. <laughs> um, you know, two, I don't really play with a lot of professional athletes, but I do know that when, when I play, I don't care. That, that, that means nothing to me. That, My competitive spirit exactly. is what it is. I, I don't care about anybody's resume. Um, but, you know, what What do you think? Uh, why do you think you never got to the NBA? Why do you think that was a difficult thing that, to chase? You want me to be honest? Yeah. Oh, political. To get to the NBA is all about who you know and how you get out there. If you get your name out there, you're going to be seen. Because once you get your name out there and you're seen, now, you, now you're getting put on to the people that you need to know. Me, I'm coming from Long Island. No one knows me. Like, to this day, I still got to make statements. Like, I got to go out. When I get on the court, I got to do something to remind people, like, yo, all right, that's Ann Cox, so you can still play. Like, chill. Like, let me not get him, like. I have to tell, like, I, sometimes I tell dudes, like, when I play in the city tournaments, I'm like, yo, bro, chill. Like, I'm chilling. Don't do not do something to wake me up and then I kill you. And, and, like, and I'm going to tell you about it, though. Mm. Like, I, I talk crazy. I, I talk know. crazy. I've seen. Like, yeah, yeah, you know. Like, I talk crazy. And, I, and I'm killing you as I'm telling you this, though. Mm-hmm. Don't let it be somebody I don't like. Like, if you're taller, I have a, I have a, a little pet peeve. When, if, if someone's taller than me. I'm not too big on them. <laughs> like, I, I don't... I have a big thing. Like, I just... I feel like you... you God made you to disrespect me. When you're on the court, when you're on the opposite team of me, and you told me, I'm coming for your neck. Like, that's just my thing. Like, I've noticed my son is doing that, too. Like, when he plays against bigger dudes, he's, like, physical. Like, ah, let, me, let me get in your face and type stuff. And I'm like, he don't back down. I'm like... That you gotta honestly, I can't even say nothing. Like, so like, my thing is like, coming from Long Island, I've won every city tournament, New York City tournament there is, more than once. I'm talking about all the big Nike tournaments. I'm talking about the the overall tournaments. Like after you win certain Nike tournaments, they have a tournament of champions. From every champion from each Nike tournament meets up. I've won that twice. I've won Pro City multiple times, I think twice. I've won Gersh five times. They call me Lord of the Rings up there. Dykeman. Uh, West Forth multiple times. Kingdom, Rocker multiple times. It got to the point where, like, my name is in that category as best big man in New York City. Wealthily owned, like I, I should have that, I should have been had that. But I mean, to each his own. This other big man, I, I give much respect. I tip my hat off. This guys that I came up under, like DJ the Beast, uh, Happy Feet, Kayvon Lynch. I don't know if you know Happy Feet. One of the best. I've never seen a big man move besides Carmelo Anthony. A big dude move as fast as they do. Like, like some of these dudes, like I, I stole moves from them. I stole their gameplay from them. Like I, I'm, a, I'm a. 
I'm a student to the game. I learn. I, I love to watch and see things. And I'm like, oh, I'm not trying to do shit I can't do. Mm. I only do shit I know I can do. Mm-hmm. Like, if I see you doing something post-wise, like, like pivoting, like Hakeem Olajuwon, dream shakes and all that stuff, I could do a dream shake once in the blue moon without me thinking. But stuff that I, I know, like, I like to do, I'm, I'm still in that. Mm. I'm, I'm using that. And I'm going to give you credit for it. And I'm going to use it on you. <laughs> I'm definitely going to use it on you. So, because you're a pro, uh, a pro-am staple around around the circuit, um, and also in your high school and your college career, there's always different types of refs that service the game. What has your relationship been with refs from when you started in high school, from when you got into junior college and college, and then also the pro-am officials? It's funny. High school, I didn't speak. I didn't say anything. I was I was I was emotional, but it wasn't it wasn't towards refs. Like I never said anything towards the ref. Uh, as the years go on, my mouth started to come out. Oh, come <laughs> Stuff like that, but nothing crazy. Like, I think when I got to summer leagues and the pro-ams in the summer, I think that's when I started feeling myself and I was like, yo, like, I started getting texts and stuff like that because I'm, it's nothing towards them. It's not like I don't like them. It's just me, my energy, and like, like, like how you said, like, we, our demeanor is just like to go hard, no matter what. Don't care who's in front of us. We're gonna go hard. We're gonna play. We're gonna play you like you, you're a, a regular person. Like, I played against a lot of NBA players. Like I, I, I'm gonna give you a perfect example. This is it's a ref named Terry. Uh, Terry, what's Terry last name? Gilbert. Yeah. One of my main guys, like he, uh, he teaches the pro class in, in the city. Yeah, he does. Okay, okay. He he told me he told me when I'm ready. He's one of the refs that told me when I'm ready. Let me know. Um, I've also been one of the refs that told you that when yes, you're ready. Yes, you have. You have. I'm, I'm, I think I'm about taking you up on that offer. I'm just winding down now. Well, I, I think. See, they're far away. Yeah, you you're I'm closer. Close you're you're closer. Yeah, and I'm yeah. like, you know, I've gotten pretty far already. Yeah, you are. So, and and I know it's like And you and, and I, I took my hat off to you, man. Like for you to give it up. Just just cold turkey, just give it up and do this and and progress the way you did. It's crazy like. Yeah, man. And it's crazy. You know, before you go on, I'll just say that um you know, somebody told me that it's it basketball's for a time period and your 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 experience has been so abnormal mm-hmm. because you, you're on you're on borrowed time. Mm-hmm. You can still play. And I'm not saying you can't play, but think about the people that are our age. Like they're done. They, done. They've been done. Done. They've been done for like ten years. Like I'm doing this alumni tournament, and the alumni's like I'm supposed to gather up alumni's from Malvern to go and get all these other alumni teams. And I'm looking back from my year down, and I'm like, okay, where's the guys that's right after me? <laughs> like, like no one's playing? Like, I can't be the only one left besides these young kids. And I'm like, I'm realizing, like, I am, like, one of the few left. Mm-hmm. And, like, that's crazy to me. Like, it is. And, and, and it's, you know what's even crazier? That every day now, like, since I've been home from DR, I've been home, like, a month. Ever since I've been home, I've been thinking about this, like, I'm almost done. One of the dudes in, in, in Lakeview, I go out there sometimes just to chill with them. 
they was telling me, they was like, yo, yo you're an OG now. That shit touched my heart. Like, damn, I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. Like, I got to find something else to do. That's that's one of the reasons why, like, I'm home and now I'm thinking about, like, I'm, I don't know what to do with myself because basketball's been my life. That's why you got to do it. Yeah, like... That's why you got to do it's it. It's so crazy. Like, and I'm like, I, I want to play... I keep saying I'm going to retire now, but I'm like, I want to play one more year because I feel like I know I can... I can do, like... I feel like I could give one more good year and win me a chip. I feel like I, if I could go out winning one chip, I'm done. Like, that's all I need is one more chip. One thing I'll say to you is that um, I know we just saw Dwayne Wade... Um, and Dirk Nowitzki just retired from the NBA, and they're very close to our age. Yeah. Um, specifically, Dwayne Wade. I mean, his last two games were legendary. I legendary. mean, he was still doing crazy moves. <laughs> One move he did against the Knicks was Wild. like, yeah, he still got Wild. it. <laughs> um, but, you know, Dirk Nowitzki was a little different, probably because he was hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, but just imagine Dirk Nowitzki doing it three more years. Mm-hmm. He's doing a disservice to himself. Mm-hmm. I think he knows that. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why... You know, I appreciate that because, dude, it's a tough thing, man. I mean, I, I think about what basketball's done for me. Now, I've never played for Syracuse, and I never won a championship in Long Island. And, um, you know, I never was able to go overseas in Harlem. But, you know, I do know that when I go to the rec center and, and, <laughs> and, and, and there's, there's four teams that got next, and, and that four team plays me, and I know they want to get next after they lose. And I say, you're going to have to wait four hours and I'm going to still bust your ass. Yeah, yeah. That's just as fulfilling yeah. as anything to I me. I love it. But I do know that it's a drug. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just, it's hard. And, you know, I felt like I was on borrowed time. And, and what's crazy is that, you know, the, your, your teammates, when they get younger, when they become 24, you like, you, you, you feel like you still belong. <laughs> yeah. You feel like you can still, yeah. still do it. But It's funny because last night I had a game at Basketball City and... I got two like I'm, these dudes are still like just getting into college, and I'm, they they like full speed running up and down the court, and I'm like, bro, like slow down, like I don't even have a chance to get down court before y'all shoot the three or something, like slow down, let me get down here, like so like these guys are moving. At, I mean, these kids now are like humongous, like they they super athletes, mm. they jump high, they're stronger, they're taller, they're bigger, like what? kids is monsters now so you know a lot of these kids and and they all have this demeanor like if you older than them you're not good they all feel like everybody's like anybody that's older than them is like like if you don't know them if they don't know you you're not good to them so they come at you full speed so like you they, still got that chip on the show yeah yeah so yeah. i have to i have to i'll be teaching these kids man i gotta teach them and like i told you i'm, I'm busting your ass and i'm telling you and i'm coaching them You've been teaching them the longevity aspect of it as well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to. I got to, man. Like, mm-hmm. no one taught me that. Like, I learned that on my own. Like, I, I learned a lot of stuff with this basketball thing, watching, listening, and learning. Like, yeah. Because, like, a lot of stuff they don't teach you. Like, they don't teach you how to play smart on the court. No. I mean, well, I think they do. But you just, I think when you're young, you can't. Yeah. yeah you're maybe, not ready to receive yeah, the information. Yeah. I'm saying, so they'll say it and... You at Coach Perez, right? Of course. Okay. So he has all them lessons, mm-hmm. but the volume is just so up yeah. and he's yelling. Yeah. And you so you're taking it so personal that you can't even you can't even receive the information. And now I think it's harder too because kids are different. 
Kids are in their phones. Yeah. They're on Snapchat. Yeah, everything. They don't Every, have the one-on-one -on -one interaction. So everything's social media. You can't do a Bobby Knight and throw the chair anymore. You have to have different methods. Yeah. You have to have shorter retention span drills. So they're, they're perceiving information. But one thing I did want to ask you. So you think this is it? After this year of circuit of summer ball and, and after that, then... After, after this summer, this summer I said I'm going to go hard. Depending on how my body feels, if if I'm good, I'm going to try and go back one more year to play. I think I'm going to try and go to Canada or either DR. DR was very peaceful. Like, I loved it down there. Uh, the only difference is, like, I, don't get me wrong. I love Santiago. I love playing for my team. I love the whole aspect of playing in DR, all that stuff. But I'm a basketball player. A very smart one. I don't go out there and just shoot the ball up. That's not my thing. So when it comes to that DR ball, it's a little different for me. Like I don't know. I I need to definitely reevaluate who I play for. Who I, like that's I guess that's me being smarter now. Now it's not like I'm I'm not going to just go to any team and play. I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play one for my money. Two, I'm gonna play for the game. I got to make sure, like, the game is the right way. The team I was on, we was just running gun, running gun. Boom, boom, boom. They just, it's not real basketball to me. Like, the younger me would have loved that. Catching dunks off the rim, doing all that stuff. I would have loved that. As I'm older, I'm slow, I'm smarter. I like to, I like to, I like to run things through me. Like, give me the ball. Let me see what's going on. Let me see what I can do. If I got to be aggressive. Like, I'm like... I like to be like Lou Williams. Like you ever you ever notice how Lou Williams does? Yo, he's he's crazy. He never comes up. He never starts. He don't. He doesn't like to start. One, two. He doesn't start because he likes to see the game. Like I loved to watch the game before. Like I, if I could not start every game, I would not start. I think that's why I like being a ref because anytime I ever played in the adult league, I mm -hmm. like to be the second person off the bench because I always thought this way. When I was in high school, I would always get two quick fouls. Always. Always. Because I'm used to playing park ball, mm -hmm. right? So I always had to adjust. So if I was off the bench, I always knew, like, all right, this is how the refs are calling it. Mm -hmm. This is how I need to do it. And the flow has already happened. I just go in right there. Yeah. I don't got to be the... See, that's how... That's I, how don't, I got too. A, too much pressure when I start. I don't like that. <laughs> you sound like me because, like, I, I... Me starting, like, sometimes it's like you, you might get the good ant. Sometimes mm -hmm. you might just get, what the fuck are you doing on this mm -hmm. court? Like... Mm -hmm. Like, me coming off the bench, you always, you're guaranteed getting a good answer because now I've seen how the game is moving. I see the game is going at a fast pace. I'm watching people moves on the court. Like, I've watched that. A lot of a lot of these dudes don't even know who, like, when they guarding somebody, they don't know if they're left-handed or right-handed. They don't know if they can shoot or they can't. They don't know if what what their, the other person's uh, moves are. Like, if they like to drive or they like to, to pass, like they wanted to drive and kick guys, or they wanted to drive and finish guys, or they're not they're not looking to pass at all. Like some of these kids, I got to teach them. Like, yo, listen, force him left, force him right. Like, y'all don't see this. Like, this guy's killing you going all right. What is, what does that tell you? Force him left. Like, basketball is so much easier when you think about it. Like, well, that's why I think that you're going to gravitate towards when you do come to the dark side because um, <laughs> it's the dark side. <laughs> well. Think of it this way. Your relationship with referees probably in Long Island 
is different because you don't see them as players sometimes. Mm-hmm. You see them as like, okay, this might be their side job. And, you know, when they see contact, they call the foul. Now, these pro-am dudes, they probably played before. Yeah. They probably yeah. played somewhere. They yeah. probably haven't played at a high level. But, yo, I, I can interpret the, the information quick. Yeah, yeah. So I already know what's going on. And and on top of that, if you bodying somebody and they bodying you back, that's why I like pro-am a little bit better than adult league. See, adult league is like, you get the same attitude as pro-am, but they're not good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pro-am, you get the attitude, but at least we're good. Pro-am is, is like pro-city, uh, like all them good tournaments. And then when you go to the adult league, it's like, L.I. Hoops. Like, you get some good players down there, but everybody's like, yeah, like, like guys coming from work, right. straight from work. Yeah, I understand right. what you're saying. But back to what I was saying, um, just like you were saying, what I do is I go, okay, so if I have a Uniondale and an Oceanside, I go, okay, 13, he dribbles left-handed, and he got a yo-yo. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give him a little bit more leeway when he carry. Mm-hmm. Now, if a kid can't execute that move... But in light of everything that's happened in the revolution of, of basketball, if he tries to do that same transfer, I'm calling a carry. Mm-hmm. And they're going to look at me. I'm like, bro, you didn't even master the move yet. You didn't yeah, even master yeah, the dribble. So I'm not, yeah. I'm not giving You're that right. to you. You're right. So I, they're looking at me like, I like that. how do you know that? And it's like, because I play ball. That's mm-hmm. why. Mm-hmm. So same thing. If, if I see kids, you know, if, if I see what, one of those wrist grabs mm-hmm. when they try to do it, and I see you doing the wrist grab, so both of y'all are doing it, I'm giving both of y'all a double foul. Or I might let it rock. But that's what I'm saying. Those are the things that you learn when you referee. you like, wow, I, I didn't realize that the feel that I've had all this time is going to translate. Because now I go, okay, this left-handed kid, he's not confident throwing it across his body 28 feet for the skip pass. Uh-huh. Or, But you know what I, I really find, too? like Especially like in the PSAL, um, they all play the same now. Everybody, I think everybody plays the same. Don't I think you, everybody they plays do the, the same. Same, they, same. everything even, is Euro. The cadence. The, the, yes. Everything is the same. Size ups, all the size ups are the same. I said some people could dribble a little bit faster than others. That's it. And they could shoot better. Mm. And they, all these kids want to do a shoot for. Took away the whole game. Everybody wants to shoot threes and shoot far. But I think that's why there's a good, there's a big need for somebody, a big man like you now, because, yeah. you know, they're not going to know what to do when you posting up and you doing and all And you the, got footwork and all that stuff. No, yeah, they're, they're, that. they're not used yeah. to that anymore yeah. because this is the normal footwork, the Euro step and yeah. all that. Um, having said everything that you said, mm-hmm. what do you think of the attributes that got you so successful, that got you to where you are? Uh, my hunger one. My hunger for the game, my hunger to uh, compete and be and just beat everybody, everybody. I, anybody I played against, I just wanted to beat them every time I stepped on the court. Uh, of course, my height. I'm pretty good. I I, I have to tip myself until uh, you know, pat myself on the back. Like I am pretty good. Um. You know what it is? I have a demeanor that's just like <laughs> I have I have a demeanor of a Mexican bas- basketball player. You know how they say you, you can do whatever you want to a, a Mexican basketball. You can cross them, send them flying. By the time you put that ball down to go up, they're right back in your face. Like I'm one of those dudes. Like mm. I'm one of those like I'm in your face all the time. The whole game, like talking crazy, like you can score me all you want. Like if you do score, and, you, and once you start that talking, 
I'm in you. I'm on you. Like that's my game. Like I think that's a lot of things. A lot of coaches love me because I loved about me because I was. I'm always that 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 bodyguard on the court. Like I don't let anybody pump my teammates. I don't let anybody do like say whatever they want. Like and 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 I'm the one that like. I'm good enough to, like, I, I feel like I can talk to anybody, including refs, like, because I, I, I play so much that I've learned how to, cer- certain refs, like, I told the ref last night, he gave me a flagrant one. He gave the kid that was guarding me a flagrant one. All the kid did was push me, one hand, boom, push me. I told the ref last night, I said, come on, that's, that wasn't a strong enough call. That wasn't, a, I mean, that wasn't, that wasn't strong enough hit to call that like and the ref was like you know what you might be right like he told me that he came up to me and told me that like was it that's, a, was it an experienced ref no, he's 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 been i've seen him everywhere but my thing was like all right like that's that's how that's how much power i feel like i have on the court like as as being a pro and being uh a veteran not a pro a veteran i'm a veteran at the game now like i'm an og at the game now i'm an og when it comes to this so, like, I'm talking, I, I get to talk to the refs, and I have a better understanding when it comes to certain things. Like, certain refs you can't say anything to. Certain refs that, like, like I was playing in um, Atlanta a couple of weeks weekends ago, and we had a ref that, man, I swear, if he can chew his whistle, he would have chewed it. Like, he would never blow the whistle. He just, he just kept it in his mouth. And I'm like, bro, I, I went up to him. During, uh, I think my teammate was shooting uh, free throws or something. I went up to him. I said, "Yo, listen, man, you got to start calling these calls. Like, it's not just me getting beat up. Like, it's my team. Like, my my guard just drove, and it was your call. Like, like I even learned certain play. Like, whose call it is for a ref. Like, I'm learning certain things. Like, like that's your call. Like, he pushed them. That was right in front of you. You should have called that. The dude didn't even say nothing to me. He just ignored me. So I lost it." So man, if you didn't want to come to work, you shouldn't be here. Just like that. <laughs> and he gave me a tech. I think he gave me a tech for that. And then like, I was like, all right, you can tech me for that. But it's the truth. If you're not gonna work, there's no point in you being here. That's why I'm here. I'm working right now. Mm. We're all 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 ten of us on this court right now are working. I'm gonna need you to catch up with us. I was gonna say that. Um, you know why I wouldn't call that tech? Because I wouldn't be in that situation. Of course. You know what I'm I've, I've seen you go up and down the court. This dude wasn't even running up and down the court. He stopped at like maybe half mm. court. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on, bro. Like, we working here. Let's get this work. Like, there's there's some great refs. There's some great refs, and then there's some that just out there stealing. And those dudes, I hate in my game. Like, I'm gonna tell you about yourself. So the lady came up to me and was like, yo, I thought that ref was going to kick you out the game. Uh, she was a fan watching the game. I said, no, she I kicked me out. I didn't do nothing. I, t- I just made a statement. He gave me a tech. I took it. That's it. What do you think it's going to take to get to where you want to go and ultimately where you want to go? <laughs> where I want to go? I just, uh, where I want to go? Where do I want to go? I want to go. Well, you want to get this one last ride, right? You I want to get, get this, this one, one last ride. And honestly, it's going to take me to be a lot more mentally tough. 
to get there. Even though I know my, like, I've been blessed not to be injury prone. So, like, I've had one, maybe two major injuries in my life, like basketball-wise, mm-hmm. besides my knees. I, I just recently dislocated my finger for the first time ever. I, ne- I never dislocated anything, so that was kind of weird to that me. That was the last time I played ball. This was me looking for the rest of my That's man. crazy. It's terrible. It, 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 the worst pain. You can't ice it. You can't put hot water on so, it. And it's, it's going to be like that for the rest yeah, of the Yeah, I heard. <laughs> I heard. That's so bad. Yeah. So I dislocated my um, finger. But, like, other than that, without somebody doing something, like, running into me or, like, other than that, I don't get hurt. So, like, that's, as long as I, I can stay healthy, like, this would be my last. This, this, this officially will be my last year. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> but I, I just want to play one more time. I just want to be mentally tough. And my overall, the overall way I want to be, I want to open up my restaurants. I got a couple of restaurants I want to open up. Uh, chain, chain restaurants first. And then I want to open up my, my own big restaurant. Um, I also want to start a, a, a non-profit organization for the kids this year I'm, I'm in the process of doing that i just want to get back man like because a lot of people a lot of people really don't understand what you have to do for these kids man like these kids need help a lot of help like i just want to i just want to help them help them out and give them what the guidance that i didn't have at first but now i do and where does refing uh, fit into that? That's, oh yeah, I'm, I'm, it's a hundred percent. It's it's there. It's there. I definitely want to get into it. Like uh, just listening to you talk about it and Aaliyah, like it was it was different. I, I, I definitely want to get into it. And uh, you know, everybody's been like all my all the refs that I'm really cool with and trying to get me to cross over. So I, I, I and you just. When you was just talking about it, I was just like, yeah. It's fun, dude. Yeah. It's fun. Definitely about to do it. And I also think that it's going to be a new challenge for you, but I also think that in the beginning, it's going to be tough for you to transition because you're going to still be... A ball player. I think in the beginning for me, it was like, that ain't no foul. That could get... And then it's like, I got to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, because in the beginning, you got to learn how to make the calls. Yeah, facts. You know what I'm saying? So then once you learn how to make the calls, then you go, all right, this is a little better ball. Now I can... I can figure out what the degree of difficulty is, yeah. but you know we'll coach, we'll coach you through all that. I hope so, man. I need, I, I'm gonna need it because I, I definitely want to do it now. Like, I mean, like just talking to it and everything, talking about it and everything, just listening to y'all, like, like hearing y'all talk about the stories and stuff, and like who y'all met, like who you meet to get certain places to play in certain things, and the money is easy. So I'm like, all right, I know the game, so now I have to learn it, learn it from a different aspect. That'll be easy. Yeah. You have any final things you want to say before we part ways? Uh, hey yo, tune in, man. This is my guy right here, Ralph, man. <laughs> y'all gotta come. Y'all gotta. Y'all gotta definitely. If you got something important, man. I mean, like you got something going on that's really important. Please hit him up and you know try and get on here and let everybody know what you're doing, man. Because this is this is this is dope right here. What he's doing. Well, you got to tell other people that you know to get on this thing. Oh yeah. Uh, I, well, you said tell them what. You got to tell other people that you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, read, I just hit my man up. I told him we were doing a Long Island tournament out in Long Island, man. Yeah, and anytime, anytime you want to, uh, you know, put that on the website, we could do that as well. Yeah. You know? I just told my man this, too. I just told um, my man, Mookie uh, Lassiter. 
out east. I told him, I said, yo, I got to do it, man. I need you to definitely get on his podcast. Mm. So he's like, yeah, t- send him my way. Cool, man. Anything else you want to say before that? Before we leave? Yo, all you young cats, man, get your mom right. And stop challenging me because I'm going to crack y'all. <laughs> For Ann Cox, this is Ralph the Ref. This is The Red <laughs> signing out. See you later. Peace.